KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Inflation continues to be a problem, but recently there's been some talk and concern that some companies may be using inflation as a front to simply raise prices to improve profits. Is this happening? How will we know? What do we do if it is happening? For this conversation, we caught up with Dr. Sabota Kumar. He is the Paul R. Anderson Distinguished Professor of Marketing and Supply Chain Management at Temple University's Fox School of Business. So before we kind of delve into the main focus I want to talk about with regards to corporations and inflation, I just want to get your thoughts on inflation right now. Do you think we have seen the worst of it? Do you think there's still room for it to go higher? Obviously, we're dealing with a very fluid situation overseas with Russia and Ukraine. But for the average American consumer, how much should they be worried about uh, even higher inflation going forward? So inflation are going to go higher, uh, almost for sure. The the thing is that the the rate at which it grew in last few months uh, or in a year, it may not be that steep, but there will be a growth for some time. And uh, the the worst part is that it is going to sustain. It is not going to go down in the near future. We are not going to see that inflations are going to go down in the near future, which means that we will see higher prices for quite some time. Now, it's interesting. I think most people, they don't like inflation. They don't like paying more. But I think most people have given some grace to it with the idea of we understand supply chains have been messed up. We understand we're in a pandemic. But I've started in the last month or so to see a lot of chatter from people who follow business things that there seems to be some larger corporations that might be using inflation kind of as a front to raise prices not to meet the demand of of paying for goods, but to make sure they hit growth and stuff like that. Do you have you seen this? And is it something that happens all the time, but people are just kind of paying attention to it now because of our situation? So there's a simple answer to the question and complex answer to the question. Simple answer is that we will never able to say that uh, whether they are really using this as a shield to increase prices or it is natural. So whenever these prices increase, there are two parts to it. One is that uh, our costs have gone high, raw material cost, labor cost for these companies. And at the same time, uh, we also have an angle of supply demand. So demand is more than supply. And whenever that happens, prices go up. Now, is it just these two things or corporates are... On top of that, they are using this as an opportunity to increase prices. And that's what we are debating right now, that it is just the simple market dynamics of cost increase and the demand supply uh, equation being different, or they are trying to cheat uh, their customers, I will say. And we cannot disentangle these things unless we have a very detailed data analysis for different industry, which we do not have. We do not even have those data. So right now, whatever we are debating, there is one side which says that, yes, they are doing. Other side say they are not doing. I will say that it's nothing more than speculations right now on either side. I think both are taking it too far to make this kind of conclusions that they are doing it. Prices are increasing. And we also see, I'll talk about some of the examples also, that 
the prices have gone high and the steel companies are making higher profit after increase in prices. So then you can simply say that, well, if their profits are increasing, then they should not be increasing prices this much. So clearly there is a problem, but, the, but it is not as simple because in, in, when you do the price calculation, a lot of different factors come into that. So only way we can say this is that we have to do industry-wide. We have to go back, look at what part of cost have increased, what has happened in the supply chain, and then we can make any conclusive statement. So in the near future, we are not going to see that because getting this data take time. I know that there will be several people are looking at that and trying to collect data. So don't expect an answer or definite answer to this question uh, in next few months. It's not going to come. But you do think we will get a definite answer? <laughs> um, we, we will get a good answer. Uh, people are looking at this very closely. And uh, there are ways to do that because you can you can go and good understanding of how supply chain costs change over time and whether it led to price increase. Um, the only thing is that even if we get a very good answer, can we hold these companies liable in the court? That part I'm not sure. So the legal aspect is still very unclear. Um, uh, some people may argue that there is an antitrust case here as well as uh, the price gouging. But those rules are very complicated and it's very difficult to put courts, uh, uh, put uh, these uh, firms in the court and get them uh, implicated for this thing. So I don't think, in my opinion, it's very unlikely that uh, anything will happen. But we may get a good answer whether companies acted in a more ethical way or not. How much, let's assume for for this discussion that there we do find some companies that uh kind of used inflation or the the fear of inflation as a front how much that we're even having this conversation is kind of the result of like corporate consolidation and you know some of these big companies are just so big that even if they were to come out and say yeah we're doing it so what like it, there's not enough competition to go around in some industries yeah See, that is the whole point. Uh, we are How our whole pricing works is that they will price certainly more than uh, whatever they are paying for it. That's the first part to it. And second part, how much consumers are willing to pay for the item. Now, what consumers are willing for to pay for the item depends on two things, how much utility consumers get and what else uh, I need to pay if I get from somebody else, right? So the problem it is happening uh, and, and what some people or some economists are claiming, including some Nobel laureates, uh, is that they are systematically increasing prices, which means that every partner in the industry is increasing prices. So customers really have no choice. They have to buy the item. Now, if they can prove that and there have been lawsuits against those things, that will be a problem. I think that's where I see that having a problem. Do we certainly have that problem? There is a there is some chance of that happening, at least in some industry. But as I told, uh, it's very hard to make any definite in, uh, statement unless we look at the detailed data. But I my perception is that at least some industries, uh, we are going to find in the future that they did that. Uh, and it's not just about competition, right? If all the players together increase prices, then you are going, and this is not legal to do that, actually. You cannot do that. But if they do that, then the competition is also out of picture. Everybody wants to get benefited from that. So I'm not claiming that it is happening, 
but it might be happening and then completion goes out of picture. Uh, the only way it can be stopped if customer says that I will reduce my consumption of these items. Then, of course, they, they will have to come down. And in the long run, I believe it is going to happen if they continue on this route. Then at some point, consumers will say, I'm going to change my uh, usage pattern. See, one thing you have to realize is that right now, consumers are more, for, more forgiving of all these prices increase because they realize that there was a pandemic, there was a supply chain disruption. How long that's going to stay? Not very long. Within a few months, customers are going to say that I'm not going to continue paying this high price and there has to be some limit on that. And that's when there will be more noise in the system and these firms may have to pay some prices for that. Okay. So it, this is going to change in the future. And um, we will also, of course, get some more information on data on exactly what happened that will give better picture to everybody, including consumers. Do we do a, and this is kind of a broader question kind of coming off of this, do we do a good enough job when it comes to corporate oversight and keeping corporate on, as you talk about people are running data for this specific thing and you know, it, it will take some time, but I feel like we've got like an entire uh, media landscape that's directly focused on business financial news, stuff like that. And yet they never seem to break much news about scandals or do a lot of, of digging. Um, do we have the mechanisms in place to, 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 to kind of patrol this? There are, but they are very convoluted. And that's why all these corporates get away from that. And I was alluding to this earlier as well. See, what happens is that um, there are a lot, lot of ifs and buts in all those rules. You have to, you have to prove that uh, from many different angles that they are really doing it uh, in an unethical or illegal manner, and which sometimes is very hard. So we may see some very good analysis and results, which may convince us that something was not right or everything was right. But if something was not right, uh, getting them penalized is totally different ballgame. So we have oversight, but I think it needs to be more stringent, especially in these kind of situations. Um, you know, last year when, when companies increased prices for toilet paper or masks, uh, it was okay for most of the consumers, right? And, and, and everybody understood the problem. And I think if you go onto the legal side, they will be perfectly fine. But Right now, if we are able to prove that they're increasing prices on the shield of this inflation, um, we have oversight, but I'm not sure whether they will be convicted because of all the, the complexity involved in the process. So there has to be more clarity. I think all corporate laws and all we have been debating that they need to be more stringent. Uh, and um, to answer your question, we have oversight, but I don't think it's sufficient at this point to to get any uh, tangible outcome. And you talk about them being kind of convoluted and and you know, I'm sure they're dense and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm guessing that's a feature, not a bug. They're kind of like that so that it's uh, maybe not easier to evade, but much harder to pin down now. Yeah, exactly. And it, it has happened because of multiple reasons. First of all, uh, it is about type 1 and type 2 error. Whenever you make it easier for them to get charged, then 
there will be wrong lawsuits as well, right? We have seen a lot of frivolous lawsuits in the country uh, that will come. So we want to avoid that. We don't want uh, our organizations to get busy with all the lawsuits rather than doing things what they should be doing, right? So there's a good reason why it has been more made uh, this complex. And other part is that uh, the political affiliations, right? So these things are very political and different parties have different uh, views on that. And the third part is the lobbying that also comes into picture. So it's a, it's a combination of those things that has made it complex. So I will not say that uh, we should certainly go out and completely change everything. But um, uh, at least some of this pricing part uh, could be more strict in our uh, regulation. That's all I'm proposing. If people are care about this, because what kind of led me to have this discussion with you was some people on Twitter that follow earnings calls, yeah. and they started to notice that on some of these earnings calls, you know, knowing the audience they're playing to, uh, that they were a little more open with what they were doing than they weren't. If people want to try to track this, is that a way to? to try to keep track of this. Now you've got to know what you're looking for and stuff like that. But is that where we find out uh, some, some good information? Yes, it is. In fact, you know what is happening. There is a two side to, so some of the companies almost when they were uh, presenting their earnings, they were kind of taking a pride in saying that we increased our prices so much and our profit so much. Right now that's a very dangerous game. I felt because See, when you say we increase our profit, of course, your investors are very happy. In fact, your investors are very happy even when you say that my prices went up. They like this. Investors love that, right? And that's what they are trying to picture that in their earning calls and all. Let's see, our profits are up, prices are up. But that's the point where they start giving negative perception to the consumer. So I think some of these earning calls I felt, they crossed the line. And that caused a lot of public attention, media attention to that. So first of all, these companies should not do this. But even if they are doing something, they have to be very watchful of this, how they present it to the public. If they try to be too overexcited or about this or, or too um, assertive about it, it is going to backfire almost for sure. Okay, So they need to watch it out. And I think some of the companies have already been... Uh, more than what they should be doing. So as much as there's maybe the possibility of some not so good things uh, from a legal standpoint and stuff like that, it's also possible we are hearing some chest thumping that is yeah. uh, just getting a little out of control because they're talking to the home team and they're trying to pump things up. Yeah. And, and some of the investors, in fact, after these earning calls, they have been very enthusiastic. Their stock prices went up. Uh, some of the... The investors also invested more money. So they have got the return they were looking for. And that's why they did some of them. What they are forgetting is that the consumers are also hearing all these things, right? And especially if you are uh, Starbucks or Tyson Foods, uh, I will be very watchful, right? Uh, you know, because people are buying your product. So they, I, I think they they often forget about that. They, they start thinking more in terms of their stock prices and, and the investors but they need to think on the other side of the story as well. And something else that's interesting to me, inflation is, is for people of my age, I'm 48, 
our adult life, this is the first time it has really kind of been front and center uh, economically. Are we getting it right with how we're looking at it and how we're measuring it and what we're and the context we're we're giving to it and and how much does that maybe play into some of these things we're seeing? Yeah, very good question. So we have to first understand how these things are measured, right? Uh, in terms of statistics, right now it, we are at the four-decade high in in January of uh, 2022 uh, in inflation. But what does that mean? So the how the Fed calculates inflation is that they basically look at how much the prices have changed from the previous period to this period for goods and services. That's the basic idea of calculating inflation. So how do we do that? Well, that's a complex thing to do. So uh, in order to do that, they, they essentially create a bucket of uh, products and services which consumers buy very often. And they have around 80,000 items in a fixed bu bucket of goods and services. And they look at what items are being bought more or less. Based on that, they create this bucket. Then they go back and calculate that how much customers are paying for these 80,000 items previous month versus this month. That is the basic idea of the calculation. And there are different measures to that. That is uh, what is the most common one or referred to as usually the consumer price index, okay, which is done by Bureau of Labor Statistics. But there are some other things also, like uh, there is another index where they try to not look at what consumer paid, but what was the cost in the industry? And that is called personal consumption expenditure or PCE. In that one way, they try to look at it is that, for example, healthcare. In the consumer uh, uh, price index, they will look at how much consumer paid for the healthcare. But in the second measure, they would look at how much was the total cost, maybe premium paid by consumers as well as your employers. But both of them right now, are increasing at a very fast rate. And that is the worrying point for everybody. So is it a perfect measure? No, but it's a pretty good measure. We can't think of anything else we can look at. So in terms of looking at that aspect, the price increase, I think we are looking at it right. What the problem which any of these index or uh, the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics or Fed does not tell us is that, why is that happening? And that's the question that we are debating here. It's, the, what is the whole point of that? And that is not a simple answer at all. That requires lots of data analysis from the whole supply chain perspective. And we hope to see a lot of that in next few months, what happened during the last two months. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.